today on the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rita Mimi Do It Show. I am so excited because I am here with you, quote unquote, live. I mean, I wish this was live. I wish I was recording right now. And, and in fact, stay tuned because that's going to be happening some as long as you're a member of the Yalan Entrepreneur community. But I am not actually recording live right now in that you can't just hop on and interact with me while I record. But for the past three weeks, I have shared something special with you. They were bonus episodes while I was doing some things behind the scenes that I'm going to share with you for this podcast in general. But I did a series in my free community, The All-In Entrepreneur. So guys, if you can't tell, if you're not yet a member of my Facebook community, The All-In Entrepreneur, head to the show notes, click on the link, join me there because there's so much goodness that I have in store for that community between now and the end of the year. We're talking contests, events, uh, giveaways. We are going to have trainings. We are going to have a lot of fun. I mean, just so much fun. So you're going to want to be there. Plus, I'm going to be doing some live podcasting in there as well. So it, with free coaching and just trust me, just go, just pause, go into the All in Entrepreneur. I'll wait for you. <laughs> Join it and I'll see you there, right? But I did a series in that group called The Three Myths That I Had to Bust Through to Get Big Results in My Business. And the reception to that training series was incredible. And people were saying, Rita, I, I missed it. I missed the lives. I didn't get to take advantage of it. So I shared that same training, just exactly the audios from my Facebook Lives, with you all as bonus episodes for the past three episodes. So those have just been recordings of live training that I was doing in my group. They were not me specifically talking to you, my podcast listeners. And so I'm really glad to be back. It feels so good to be back. But what's different? I've been, I keep saying I've been working on things uh, with the podcast. So what is different? I mean, really, everything is different and also nothing is different. So you are going to hear new features. You're going to hear new segments that are going to be coming out, things like commenting. I'm going to be doing commentary, <laughs> commentary on articles, news, uh, trends in entrepreneurship and business ownership so that you can stay up to date on innovative things that you can implement in your business. I'm going to be sharing tools and resources that you can use to help share your business and letting you know why I'm recommending them and how you might even be able to use them. We're also going to have some behind the scenes peaks. I mean, you always have behind the scenes of my business, right? And there are a lot of behind the scenes that I'm going to be sharing with you. So we'll have a lot of behind the scenes segments or moments or I don't know how I want to share it all yet. But not just with my business, with other people's businesses too. Things like in-person conferences, virtual conferences, everything that people are implementing in their business. And I just want to caution here that I'm actually combining two ways of thinking about that. So I do think that there's a danger that happens when you start wondering how somebody did something. Like it's incredibly exciting and I'm curious and I'm always like, how did you do that? Tell me more. How, 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 how? The danger comes from when you hear the how and then you try to implement the how exactly like that in your own business because you're not that person. Your business is not their business, and it's not going to end up with the same results. And so I think it's important that, yes, we dig in, we learn how did somebody do something? How did that happen? How did that come to be? But the more important question is why? Why did you do it like that? Tell me your mindset behind that. Why was that your approach? Why was that the strategy that you picked? Because from their answers to that question, you're going to learn how you can take some of the same stuff and implement it in your business. So I'm going to be combining kind of those two outlooks to bring you all of the behind the scenes. And of course, I am going to be bringing you some coaching. So I'm going to be doing true live episodes, like I said, in my community where I'll be like coaching people live sometimes or answering questions live in the episode. But I'm also going to be coaching some of my clients where you can hear me on a session with them. And more importantly, I guess for you guys too, right? I'm going to be asking you to get in touch with me at different times and volunteering to be coached where we'll share that on a podcast episode so that others get the benefit of kind of hearing the same process, the same thoughts that they can take and implement to help them move their business forward as well. So lots of good stuff is going to be happening. Also, I, I don't know how to explain this, <laughs> so you, but you're going to be getting lessons from places that are unexpected. So I'm going to try to bring you non-traditional interviews, non-traditional stories 
things and people that you wouldn't expect to go, oh my gosh, I just, I just learned the best like tip for my business or the best strategy for my business. And it came from this really unrelated random thing that Rita shared with us, right? I kind of want to have those moments in the podcast too. But here is what's not changing bringing you all of the information that you need to build a profitable business that supports your life. That's non-negotiable for me, guys. So no matter how it's coming to you, no matter how it's formatted, you are going to get all of the information that you need in a real, practical, tangible way so that you can reach success in your business, whatever that definition of success is. Now, how is all of this going to get showcased? Uh, I'm still in a battle. (laughs) I'm still in a battle between freedom and flexibility. I mean, honestly, that's kind of what made me want to revamp the podcast in the first place is I had fallen into a structure where I did an interview and then I had a solo episode that kind of shared my favorite lesson from the interview. And I love that. And I'm still going to be doing that. But what if I had three people in a row that I really wanted to interview? What if I wanted to just talk for a whole month about some lessons and tips and have solo episodes? What if I wanted to take you behind the scenes? I had kind of locked myself into a format that I don't think was truly serving you and helping you grow your business as fully, as completely as it could. I needed it to be more robust, right? So I am still in that battle between wanting to have freedom of how I bring you this information, but also, right, knowing that we need to kind of have some (laughs) consistency and some ways that you're going to know. So I don't know if they're going to be seasons. I don't know if I'm going to have like a theme. I don't know. There are just so many different ways, and that's what I'm finalizing right now. But It doesn't even really matter as long as you get the information that you need. So just know you're always going to be entertained. You're always going to enjoy the show. Everything you love is staying. More of what you don't even know you love yet is coming, right? They're just... There are just so many ideas that I have about this podcast, and there's so many ways that I can implement all of these ideas, right? Does that maybe sound familiar to you guys at all? There's so many things that I can do, and there's so many ways that I can do them, and there's so many formats that I can bring them in, and there's so many different things that I could talk about, and so many different people that I could interact with, and so many things, right? Well, here's what I tell clients that I want to tell you especially, right, as we get to, I guess, the traditional busy season. And honestly, even though we're still in the time of coronavirus and COVID-19, I don't think this is going to change. People were expecting to be slow. They were like, oh, no, business is going to stop. Oh, no, business is going to slow down. Oh, I'm so worried my business is going to be impacted. And at least for my clients and my community, And the people that I'm talking with and working with, that's just not true. And in fact, as the world has reopened and it keeps reopening, the opposite is very true, where there are just opportunities galore flowing in in all kinds of unanticipated ways, which is really exciting. But I want to share this with you as we kind of get into that season. And then we still have school is starting again and the holidays are coming. And so none of that changes, right? It's still going to be a very full season. But you do not need to. And in fact, you should not, okay, you do not need to, and in fact, you should not implement all of these wonderful ideas that you have of all the things you can do in your business for all of the people in all of the ways, right? You do not need to, nor should you implement it all at once. It is not a sprint, right? It's not a sprint. It is a marathon, guys. That's what this podcast is. I had to remind myself of that. It's not a sprint. It is a marathon. I plan on being here with you for many, many years, right? So I don't need to implement all of these new ideas that I had in my podcast all at one time and have them all come at you and just shower you with them for the first month or two, right? I can take my time and implement them in the way that is going to be sustainable for me and beneficial for you. Because the point isn't, you know, what happens the fastest. The point isn't what comes to market the quickest or, you know, what what you put out there in front of people the fastest, right? It's what sustains and what impacts. It has to impact other people in beneficial ways. And it has to be sustainable for you, for me, right? And this podcast, I am planning on having for years and years, right? In fact, I'm thinking of even turning it into a show, like maybe on YouTube, right? A little YouTube show or um, cable access. Who doesn't want to be on cable access? I don't know about you, but 
I grew up wanting to have a cable access TV show. In fact, I still love watching people on cable access. And I mean, let's be honest, who wouldn't want a national show, right? But I mean, you get my point, right? This is something that I want to have sustained for a very long time time. It is something that I want to have work well for you and impact you for many years. So it's about creation, but also implementation in ways that last. Your business is about making an impact, not a dent. So I kind of want you to take this scenario and think about it. Let's say that you're up, I don't know, a couple of stories up on a building on a roof, okay? And your car is below you, like in the parking lot. And you have a bucket full of tiny little pebbles, right? All these tiny little pebbles. And you take them and you kind of grab a handful and you throw them down on the car. And then you take another handful and you throw them down on the car. And you take another handful and you throw them down on the car. And then eventually you just like pour the bucket out and all the little pebbles come out and they're all over your car, right? What is happening? Like you've got these tiny little pebbles. They're all coming down in like spurts and stages all over your car. And they're scattering, right? Because they're tiny little pebbles. They're light. They're scattering. They're hitting the car. They're making some scratches. They're making some dents, right? They're making a little bit of an impact, but it's scattered. It's kind of a shallow impact. It's all over, right? And then they just kind of disappear, right? Now, imagine that you're in the same place, okay? But instead of a bucket of little light pebbles, you have a, a, I don't know, a remote control or something, (laughs) I don't know, to access a crane. I've never driven a crane, so I have no idea how it works, right? But pretend that you control a crane and a crane is lifting a huge, huge boulder above your car. And then you hit a button and that one boulder drops down on your car. That's going to be a big impact right? That's going to be a boom kind of impact, right? That is lasting. That is unforgettable. And it took less effort for you to have it. That is what we're looking for in your business. We are looking for that boom, lasting, unforgettable impact that really, quote unquote, moves the needle forward in the biggest way, right? That boomtastic way possible, while you're getting more from doing less. That is what we're after. So not only is the boom, right, we're going to call it the boom, not only is the boom representative of all you're going to be hearing on the Read and Made Me Do It show, but today, today specifically, I'm going to help you make the same kind of impact in all areas of your business. In fact, I have paired this episode because that has not changed either. If you are new to the Read and Made Me Do It show, I pair each episode with a wine or with a coffee. And today is Boom Syrah. It is a great wine. I think you would love it. But how perfect is that? It's got a picture of a little bomb on it ready to go off. We are going to make some boom, boom, boom impact (laughs) in your business. Impact with your clients, right? That boulder boom kind of impact that you have on clients. We're going to talk about how to have that kind of impact on your time. We're going to talk about how to have this kind of impact on your bank account, on your team, on your community. Are you guys ready? Because I am ready and I am excited to be here. And we're going to hear all about it today on this episode of the Rita Made Me Do It show. Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because, because of Rita, because of Rita, Rita I've doubled my revenue by doubling my clients. I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach. Also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and blogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest and others it'll be just you and me, like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine. The conversation, yeah, it'll be that real. So let's be honest, right? You became an entrepreneur because you have big, big dreams. You have big dreams, but you have a real desire to impact people, to impact the world. But you want to have that impact while you're fully supporting your own life, while you're fully supporting your own world. And truthfully, the possibilities 
that exist to make that happen are endless. And it can feel, I mean, how many of you have felt like this? I I tell you, I have a journal, I call it like my big idea journal. And I jot down all of these inspired ideas in this journal, because I feel like I'm hit with 10 of them in any one day. And I'm sure so many of you can relate. And when you have these ideas, they feel really exciting, right? And you want to run with them all. Trust me, just this past week, it's like, as I've been coming back, you know, working on this podcast behind the scenes and and gearing up for, just trust me, just get me all an entrepreneur if you're not already, for something incredible that's going to happen in the month of September in the All in Entrepreneur and working with clients, I have listed 20 ideas of products and services and innovations and things that I want to do in my business, right? And I feel like because I had those ideas, I want to run with them now. In fact, that's kind of half of what made my business so successful eventually is that I'm the kind of person that has an idea and I'll just take action on it. I have an idea, take action on it. I don't wait, I don't hesitate, right? But at a certain point in your business, that can also be the thing that hinders you, is that you have an idea and you don't wait and you just run with it, even though it's to the detriment of a strategy that you should be sticking with, right? But I know that so many of you do, right? You run with all of these ideas. You get pulled away from one business idea by a shiny new business idea, right? Or you're running from one thing to the next. You're going to all of the places. You're networking at all of the groups. You're on all of the social media sites. Or you're trying to implement all of the strategies, right? Everything that you hear that people can do to build a business, you're trying to do them all, right? But while your days are full of activity, you just don't seem to accomplish anything. And the activity that your day is full of are your, what I call, what you want to do, what you could be doing, what you should be doing, what you have to do, right? It feels like there's plenty to do, right? I mean, the things that you want to do, right? you want to be coaching people privately or serving people privately. You want to have groups. You want to create courses. You have like 20 different products that you can bring to the market. You want to write a book. You have an idea for four different books. You want to run all of these events. You want to run workshops and trainings and you want to be speaking places and you want to be paid to speak and you want to be speaking for free and you want to help all the people, you know, every kind of person that you could possibly help uh, with any kind of impact you can help them have. And you want to go to all of the trainings and absorb and soak in every everything in this exciting world of entrepreneurship and you want to know all the ways to improve your sales and all of the ways to improve your marketing and all of the ways to build your list and all of the ways to, right, you want to have your team do all of the things and you want to learn all of the things and I get it, right? That's everything you want. That's category one. Category two is your could. These are the things you could be doing, right? This is where clients who start working with me, right, they're like, well, well Rita, I could do that. I could do what that person's doing. I saw so-and-so post such-and-such and offer this and that, and I could totally be doing that, right? I could offer that, or I could include that as a feature. I, I could I could add that to my offerings. You know, I could, I could talk about that. I could branch into writing content about that, or I could create a talk about that, or, you know, I could start doing that thing too, right? The coulds. Then you have the shoulds. So the shoulds are, well, Rita, (laughs) I should learn about this, right? Like, I should learn about this. I feel like I should learn about this. Everybody else is talking about this. I feel like I should. So, you know, maybe I should be on that platform. I hear people talking about that platform. Maybe I should be on that platform. You know, I think I should really spend more time focused here. I think I really should go get that certification. I really think I should do this thing. I really think that I should flesh this out. You know, everybody's offering a course. I think I should offer a course too. Or I should attend that event. I've heard about this event. I should attend that event. I should participate in that thing. I I should start a podcast. I should, right? We have a lot of shoulds. And then you have category three, which are your I have to. And I put have to in quotes, right? Because often what, what we feel like we have to do is not really what we have to be doing at all. But I have to bill. I have to bill all my clients. I have to handle all the invoicing. I have to do all the posts on social media. I have to format all my newsletters. I have to create my graphics. I have to do my website. I have to check on my email and do all the administration. I have to, you know, create all my PowerPoints. I have to 
post in all the Facebook groups. I have to have my sales calls. I need to be in business development. Oh, I need to be legal. I need to be learning about all the terms of service and privacy policies and FCC regulations. Oh, and I need I need to figure out how to fix my computer. And I need to figure out how to get my printer to work. And I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to do these things. I have to be the one to do them, right? But here's the thing. It's focus and execution that build a business. Because all you really need is one good idea. And all you need is a single strategy that you commit to. And when you put all of your energy, focus, and attention towards that one thing, big results are possible. Again, guys, it's the idea of the pebbles versus the big boulder right? That one idea, the single strategy that you commit to, putting all of your energy, all of your focus, all of your attention there, letting go of the coulds, letting go of the shoulds, like letting go of the have tos, even letting go of the want tos, like note them and release them. And instead, discover what it is that will move the needle forward on your business in the biggest way to have the impact that you want to have in the biggest way. Discovering the most important things that you can do for your business and putting your focus and execution there, one big idea, one strategy at a time. And I promise you, if you do that, the results are going to be incredible. But I get it, right? I get it because that was me at the beginning of my journey. I mean, I share all of this from a place of knowing. It's like, I know, I get you. I was there. I mean, I was an attorney who got pulled in corporate America a million different places. In fact, I think our like scattered brains about needing to do all the things and all of the ways for all of the people. If you worked in corporate America, it comes from there a lot, right? Which is like, 18 different departments are pulling you for different things. They're consolidating the staff. You're five positions in one. You need to take care of all of the That just gets ingrained in us, right? So when we start our own business, it's kind of like that same mentality of, well, you know, I have just now down, downsized <laughs> and started a business with one, but I'm 17 different people, hence that software, right? 17 hats. Like, guys, I'm not endorsing. I've never used it. I have no idea if it's good, but I love that name, right? 17 hats, because you are now 17 hats in your business, and you are the business development department and the sales department and the marketing department and you are legal and you are admin and you are tech and you are right like I get it it's tiring right but that was me I left the law and I started my business and I'm gonna let you in on a little secret guys some of you know this but for some of you you haven't heard this story before on my podcast but I almost closed the doors to my business less than one month after they opened. So I always talk about how I surpassed my attorney salary in quote unquote only three months, right? So side note, and this has been in past episodes and I'm sure I'll talk about it again in the future, but yes, technically I started my business and I surpassed my attorney salary in three calendar months. But the truth was guys, for five years, I had been running a singles group in the DC area that had like 5,000 members and I had built up a lot of no like and trust as an expert in dating. So when I left the law to start date coaching, right? Yes, within three months, I had passed my salary, but it's really like five years and three months, right? But I talk about how I passed that salary, but the first month, guys, it was it, it was precarious. It was an emotional roller coaster of laughter and tears and dancing and crying in my bed, right? But I did, right? I almost closed the doors to my business less than one month after they opened because I was overwhelmed. I was really unhappy and I was broke. And side note, for those of you who don't know, right? I did not carefully phase out of my life as a business attorney into the life of a dating coach. So one day my boss called me into her office and she told me that the firm was being restructured. And she sat there and she was like, we're keeping you, but here's your new position and here's what you're going to do. And she just laid out this terrible plan. To me, it was terrible. It could have been a very good plan. I, I don't, I didn't stick around to find out, but she laid out this terrible plan for what was going to become of my life, right? She was basically telling me, well, I could see it. The writing was on the wall about what my life was about to turn into. And I just couldn't. I just couldn't. So I didn't. And I quit. I quit right there. And I said, I, I can't do it. And she's like, well, then your resignation is immediate. And so I came home. And while my husband and I had done fine, we had really done more than fine with a double income. 
things were really tight suddenly with my income out of the picture. And so I was motivated and I was determined to make it work. More like, how many of you have felt like this before? More like it had to work, right? Like there was no option for this not to work. Um, So I threw myself into it and I did any and everything that sounded like it should help me grow my business, right? Anything. I mean, I took on any client that I could. So I was a date coach, but I was taking career coaching clients. I was taking regular life coaching clients. I was, you know, anybody that I thought that I could help that said, hey, Rita, do you coach? I was like, sure. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this thing, right? But I took on any client that I could. I was marketing to every kind of person that I could. I was like, yeah, I'm in date, even under date coaching, even if you were to narrow it to I only marketed date coaching, um, which is kind of true. Very quickly, I stopped marketing like I can just coach on life and just coach you on all your areas of life, you know, and I went to I could coach you around dating. But even then, it was like everything about dating. I can coach you for all of these situations and all of these problems and all of these circumstances and help you achieve all of these results and all of these things, right? Then on top of like helping all of the people and taking all of the clients, I was going everywhere that I could go. You know me. I'm a, well, you all, I hope you all feel like you know me. And if this is your first time here, I hope you feel like you already know me. (laughs) I, uh, I love going places. I love doing things. I am an extrovert. Shocker. And I love being around all the people. So I went to every networking group that I could find. I mean, whoa, boy, oh boy, right? Boy, oh boy, did I love networking. I still love networking. But I filled my days with networking, right? But I went everywhere. I was trying to hop to all the groups, every group that existed. I also wore all 17 hats in my business, right? I was the admin assistant, the web developer. The gr- I was a really bad web developer because what is it now? Six years later, I still don't really have a website. Um, Graphic designer, social media manager, bookkeeper. Then as my business gained traction, I said yes to every opportunity that started coming my way. People wanted to interview me on their podcasts. I said yes. I was a guest expert in lots of Facebook groups. People asked me to guest blog. People asked me to participate in these virtual summits. People asked me to come speak to all of the places. Like anything that popped up, I just said yes, yes. I was like, what's that book? A year of yes or whatever. I was like, yes and, yes and, yes and, yes, 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 right? I also wanted to learn all of the things because entrepreneurship was new. I remember I remember hearing terms for the first time like lead magnet what's a lead magnet now in my business as an attorney there was a stint where I ran my own law practice for a couple of years right I was doing everything as an entrepreneur we just didn't have the same terms it wasn't like oh there's a lead magnet and you build your list and you it was like these things were happening but we we weren't inundated with all of the internet business building terms like we are now. So I was like, what's that? <laughs> and I would hear about it and be like, oh, well, of course you do that, right? But I wanted to learn all the lingo. I wanted to watch all the free trainings, anything that I could do to help me build my business. And I, I wanted to do it. I wanted to learn it. I wanted to implement it. I wanted to have all the strategies, right? So while I had a number of clients, I had a good number of clients, there was really no rhyme or reason to how it was all happening. It really seemed to be the result of luck, like being in the right place at the right time and saying the right thing in front of the right person. And truthfully, by helping all of the people do all of the things, I wasn't really working with my ideal clients, meaning I was working with perfectly fine people, but I wasn't working on the topics I really wanted to be helping with and talking about the subjects I really wanted to be talking about and, you know, feeling the energy and the vibe that I wanted to be feeling all day long. And at the end of the day, my rewards were just not equivalent to the amount of action I was taking. And I don't know how many of you have felt felt like that, but I'm sure so many of you can resonate. Then on top of it all, I was seeing my husband, my friends, my mom, my sister, my family less. I was not eating well. I was not exercising. I was constantly on the go, but nothing seemed to be resulting in a real meaningful way. I was irritable and I was tired. And I know many of you can relate to that. I know clients come to me and hire me for this very reason. And so maybe that's you right now. Maybe that was you. Maybe you're going through something similar at this very moment. And what I want to say is action is good. You know me. I'm Rita made me do it, right? Do it, do it, do it. It's action. Action is good, but the wrong action isn't. And all of that action that I listed above that I was doing in my business, it was chaotic. It was reactive. It was definitely inconsistent. And you can even say it was a little desperate, right? But there was one night I will never forget. Oh my gosh, you guys. So one night, my I love ice cream, okay? I love ice cream. 
<laughs> I wish that you could all mail me ice cream. <laughs> I love ice cream so much, but this this is relevant. So I love ice cream. And I was having a particular day, a particular kind of day one day, and my husband brought me ice cream. Isn't that sweet? He brought me ice cream. And I opened the bag. Oh, this is so terrible. I feel so bad just sharing this story. But I opened the bag and I saw the ice cream and it was an ice cream flavor I do not like. It is an ice cream flavor he should have known I do not like. And I looked at it and I yelled at him. I yelled at my husband for bringing me the wrong flavor ice cream, guys. Who does that? What kind of wife does that? I can tell you what kind of wife does that. An entrepreneur wife that was helping all of the clients do all of the things and all of the ways and wearing all of the hats in the business and not seeing people and not prioritizing life and not eating well and not exercising and, and having very full days and checking things off a to-do list. And honestly, guys, I was tricking myself into believing that I was showing up fully for my business because my calendar was full or because my to-do list was long, right? But that night, <laughs> that night that I yelled at my husband, I sat down and I gave my business a hard look. And what I saw was not pretty. For like the next day or two, I had notes galore. And I was just like, what have I done? The fact that my business wasn't where I wanted it to be, it wasn't the fault of a marketing strategy gone bad or how I was having my sales calls or my plan for visibility or the groups that I was going to to network or the kind of audience that I was marketing to or, you know, the trainings that I was taking or who I was working with. Like the problem, y'all, was me, right? The problem was me. I was standing in my own way. Like I said, I was tricking myself into thinking that I was showing up fully for my business. But the truth was I was not. I was jumping from this thing to that thing. I was switching between the types of clients that I served. I was switching between offers in my business. I was switching between what I priced things at. You know, I was switching all the different ways that I was getting visible, where I was networking, how I was nurturing relationships. I was hopping back and forth between all of these ideas. And I wasn't really letting any one thing play out, which meant I was consistent with nothing. <laughs> but the minute that I got clear, about where to put my focus, everything changed. Because this is the truth. If you do the right work and you focus on the right actions, then you're gonna get the results that you want. But like, that sounds so easy. <laughs> it sounds so easy. Just, oh, you know, I, I could in the podcast right here and you all would be so mad at me, right? It's like, just focus on the right things and just take the right action and everything will work out for you guys. Okay, bye. I'll talk to you next time. It's like, no, right? Because that's not easy. And so I'm going to help you do that. But before I give you the tips that are going to help you do that, right, that are going to help you get more by doing less, because you're going to be shifting your focus to these right actions, right, to these right, to the right work, so that you get the results that you want. I want to tell you about a client who came to me because her story, I think, sounds like many people's story. And it's incredible. And her results are incredible. And I think that it will help illustrate for you how to put the tips that I'm going to share with you into practice. And I just think you can have these same results. I mean, I, th I think that these same results are possible for anybody. So I want to share her story because maybe you're going to see her yourself in her story. So her name is Wendy. And when we first started coaching, she was who isn't? right? Like, let's just be, I'm going to say she was so focused on making money, right? But who isn't? We all start our business. We want to make money. Let's be honest. It's like, again, like I was sharing in my story, it's almost like we need to make money because many of us leave a salary. We, or we're involuntarily separated <laughs> from a salary. And it's like, I need to be making some money, right? So it's very easy to put your focus. We're talking about focusing on the right things. It's super easy to put your focus on making money. And that's definitely not the place to put your focus if you're actually wanting to make money, which I know sounds counterintuitive. But trust me, over the next couple of episodes, we're really going to talk about this. But she was so focused on making money, she forgot to focus on her process. And that's where your focus needs to be, is on the process, the process of how you're getting to where you want to get. And of course, because she was focused on making money, and not on our process, she was doing all of the same things that I shared with you about, you know, 
my own <laughs> journey, she was doing all of the things. She was she was trying to help all of the people. So she's a marketer and she really has a lot of knowledge. I mean, she's she's an incredible marketer and she really can help all different types of businesses and people with their marketing. And she can really do it in different ways. I mean, th the thing about this, right, isn't that you can't help all of the people. And it's not that you can't help them in all of the ways. And it's not that you can't have all of the offerings. And it's not that you can't do all of this, right? You very much can. She could, I could, right? Like we, we can, but it doesn't mean you should, right? And it actually is Related to business, it's that you can't network and market all of the things to all of the people in all of the ways efficiently and effectively where it's going to resonate with them, right? So yes, you can do all of the things. And she can, she could, right? Wendy could. So she was trying to. She was trying to do all of the things for all of the people in all of the ways. And she was jumping from all the strategies. And she was not putting her attention and focus on anything long enough to see it through. But one day she messaged me after working together for, I think it was like, we had worked together for like a year and she messaged me and said, oh my gosh, I just closed out my year. Rita, I doubled my revenue. I doubled my revenue this year. And I said, well, I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> and I think you knew you were going to do it. But I want you to vocalize for me why it happened. I want you to share with me why it happened. What have we done over the past year that contributed to this. I want you to not feel like this was a fluke. I don't want you to feel like it happened out of the blue or randomly. I want you to tell me why it happened. And so she listed all of the things that helped make this happen. So the first thing was narrowing her target market, even though for her it was super hard to not want to help all of the people do all of the things in all of the ways, right? And again, like I said, really, we usually can when you're like, I can help people. I can help business owners. I can help, right? For me, it was singles. I can help singles do these things. It's like, yeah, I could. I could help men, women, whether you had been married or not, whether you were divorced, whether you were widowed, you know, no matter what your age was, like, I could help you with all of these things with dating so you could have more fun, right? And find love. But again, I, I could not then, I wasn't making any money, right? So, and there are a couple of things going on here and I wanna share a couple of things, right? It feels like to narrow that, right? If I were to say, okay, you know what? I'm only gonna help divorced women. When you're already not making the money that you wanna make, it can be really scary to then close the door to potential sources of revenue. But I want what I want you to see is that you're not closing the door, okay? I want you to know that you're not, closing the door to this. So like narrowing your market, I just want to say this really quickly, narrowing your market is not saying no to working with all the other people. It's about saying no to marketing and networking with them. By marketing, networking, and always going after one type of person, you will become a specialist, okay? I promise you, you will resonate with them. And when that happens, other people will seek you out. So you can still work with all of the kinds of people you wanna work with. You just don't have to market or network to them. So that's where our time starts getting split. When you're trying to write messaging, that reaches everybody. When you're trying to go to places where all of the types of people are that, that you could work with. So you're going to 20 different networking meetings where you know, well, these kinds of people are in this platform, but these kinds of people are in this platform. And I need to talk about these kinds of things to reach those kinds of people, but these kinds of things to reach these, right? Do you see how very quickly you're going back to the pebble analogy where you're throwing a bunch of pebbles and you're having a tiny impact there and a tiny impact there and it's all scattered, right? We want, again, remember, we want that bolder, bolder impact, but I get it. It can be really scary to narrow your market and feel like you're saying no to potential sources of income when you're already not making the money that you want. But that is something, again, that will help make you a specialist, right? Really think about the, the difference between, you know, a specialist and a practitioner. In fact, we'll talk about this in a minute. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to table that because I want to talk about that under another point. But, you know, if you want to move, well, no, I'm going to talk about it now. Because <laughs> I just now I can't get it out of my head, right? So if you want to move the needle forward in that big boulder boom way, you want to be a specialist instead of a general practitioner, right? So think about a general practitioner. They know a little bit about everything. When I was a lawyer, I started as a general practitioner. I knew a little bit about every kind of law. I knew a little bit about traffic court. I knew a little bit about uncontested divorces. I knew a little bit about real estate. I knew a little bit about whatever. And so I could help 
people, right? But only a little bit. And I was like, my results kind of showed that, right? A little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there. But when I really became a specialist in real estate law, that's how I really started, was real estate was the gateway to business law for me. And when I became an expert in real estate slash business, and then they were combined, right? I went in-house for a company where I did business and real estate together. But, but the point is, that's not the point. The point is, is that when I became a specialist, right, my results like mirrored that. Think about it. Just think about the difference in medicine with a general practitioner or a specialist. If you have a specific illness, a specific problem, you're going to seek out a specialist and you're going to be willing to pay that specialist more. But why? Because that specialist is going to know everything there is to know about that thing. They're going to know all the possible solutions to that problem. They're going to be able to really go deep and far in that area where a general practitioner might only be able to scratch the the surface. I might only know a little bit, right? And so to be a specialist, you have to kind of pick that specialty that you're going to really go deep on. But then other people may seek you out for other things, right? Anyway, it allows you to refine when you become a specialist. It allows you to refine your offers. It allows you to market more effectively. It allows you to reach people with more impact. It allows you to connect deeper with people. It allows you to focus your learning and it allows you to get more consistent. And we all know at the end of the day, consistency wins time and time again. Okay. So you can also create offerings that people are excited to purchase. So not only did Wendy narrow her target market and then get specific about what she does for her target market, right? Focusing on the most meaningful results for her market, right? Which is that specialty thing. But then number three, she really streamlined her revenue by like being able to package the right offerings and making sure that they worked together and making sure that they were clear, that they flowed and that they provided that big comprehensive boulder boom impact. I don't know. I got a boulder boom impact. I got to come up with another name for that. But you guys know what I mean. That vision will always stay in your head, I hope, that would have that kind of impact on her clients, right? But the reason that she had been hesitating to narrow the market, to get really super specific about her specialty and what she does, and then to like weed out and say, I'm not offering these things. I'm only offering these things because these things together make the boulder. And so anything else I'm not offering. Like the reason that she hesitated and was scared to do all of that was because of scarcity, the mindset of scarcity, right? Really feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't say no. If I say no, there's not going to be enough that comes in. So when we were able to step her into a real place of an abundant mindset, right? We tamed her fear of scarcity by doing that mindset work that was necessary for her to embrace faith where she just knew, right? And when I say faith, I don't necessarily mean religious faith, but like where she just knew that there was plenty around her and it was on her way to her and she could really get more by doing less. And when she saw it, she was able to say no to all of the things that fell outside of her market, that fell outside of the scope, that fell outside of her pricing. And that allowed her to stick to her strategy. And when she could stick to her strategy, she wasn't distracted by fear or shiny objects and she wasn't trying to hop around between all of the strategies and she wasn't doing tons of things. And instead she could do one or two things with excellence and consistency. So we took sticking to her strategy and we combined it with developing and working on patience. Because guys, just at the end of the day, while consistency is like the most important thing to do in your business, developing patience, that's, <laughs> that's the number one skill you need in order to achieve success. Because it means giving your strategy time to build and show results instead of getting impatient to achieve the results, right? What happens and what was happening with Wendy is after she got on board with all of this, right, you start getting scared because you're saying no to stuff and money might not be coming in right away. And so there's that phase between really focusing your action on the right actions, the right work, the one idea, the one strategy, and starting to implement it and not getting the results right away and feeling that scarcity and wanting to bail on it and wanting to say, oh, this isn't working, so I need to do something else. Or, oh my gosh, this isn't working and I need to add this. Or this isn't working, so I should change this, right? That's where you need the patience. You need to just keep sticking with what you're doing so you give it enough time to play out and show the results. But when you let that fear of it's not working 
control you and make you hop around to all the people, all the places, all the offerings, all the ways, you're going to end up in that loop where nothing seems to work, right? So that's what we had to do. And none of that, none of that was easy for Wendy. She really experienced a ton of resistance to all of these very lessons. And, you know, but she was willing to make difficult choices. She was willing to do the work. She was willing to get the support that she needed. And because of that, she has created a business that feels full of integrity and is fun for her. And it continues to this day to flow in really big results for her. And the same can be true for you. In fact, like the next handful of episodes that are coming to you in all kinds of formats, right? I've already shared all kinds of formats, but They're all designed to help you focus on the most important things in your business, those actions and that strategy that will allow you to get more by doing less, those actions, that strategy that will allow you to have that bolder moment, the bolder impact, right? I say bolder, but I mean bolder, B-O-U-L-D-E-R. I just realized it sounds like bold, but it's like bolder, the boom impact, right? Because it's not about your sales plan either. It's not about your visibility strategy. It's not about your marketing plan, right? Yes, all of those help and all of those are necessary. And I help my clients put all of those together and you can be focused on implementing those plans. But here is the thing, right? Is if you're not focused on the right actions, if you're not focused on the right things in those strategies, then it won't matter. You're going to end up spinning your wheels. So, you know, when people contact me frustrated that they aren't seeing results in their business, it's usually because, I mean, like I would say 90% that they are spending the majority of their day focused on the wrong actions. But then the question is, well, how do you know what the right actions are to take in your business? So I just spent the whole time saying, hey, like, here are all of the things you're doing too much, right? You're doing too much. You need to do less to get more. Okay, great. But if I'm going to do less and say no to a lot of things, what do I say yes to? How do I know what the right things are to say yes to? How do I know what the right actions are to take in my business? And I think about this a little bit differently, I think, than other coaches, or at least I talk about this differently than other coaches. And to my knowledge to this day, I'm still the only coach I know who talks about building your business and business development in this terminology that I'm going to share with you. But I stand by it 100% because I know from personal experience and the results that my clients get that this works. So I categorize business into two phases. You have the business building phase And then you have the marketing phase. So let's take a minute for the rest to make sense, right? And determine what phase of business you're in because that will drive the actions that you need to take. So let's determine what phase of business you're in because that will drive the actions that you need to be taking in your business, what those right actions are. So you are in the business building phase if you haven't reached the level of income that you wanna be making monthly. So let's say you wanna make $5,000 a month, right? You're not at $5,000 a month you're in the business building phase. Or let's say that you have had a few $5,000 a month, but not consistently. And consistently, I mean like six months minimum consecutive. So let's say you had 5,000, but then you had 2,000, 2,000, 5,000, right? You're in the business building phase. Now, once you've reached the level of income that you want, so in this scenario, $5,000 a month, and you've kept it consistent for six or more consecutive months, you are in the marketing phase, okay? So in the business building phase, you need to be focused on revenue generating activities. But in the marketing phase, you need to be focused on pipeline creation activities. So if you aren't seeing results in your business, if you're saying, I'm not making the money I want, I can't reach the income, and I'm not generating the revenue and and creating the income that I want, that I need in my business, right? That's where I am, then chances are you're in the business building phase, but you're spending the majority of your day on the marketing phase activities. You're just filling your days with the wrong things, right? So by filling your day with activities suited for the phase of business you're in, and then executing those actions consistently in the framework of a strategy, you cannot help, I promise, you cannot help but get results in the form of consistent clients. Making the money that you wanna make while working the hours that you want to work so that you can live a life you love. But 
What are the business building activities, Rita? Okay, I'm not at the money that I want. I'm not generating the revenue I want. I'm not keeping it consistent. So I'm in the business building phase. And Rita, you just told me that chances are I'm not actually doing business building activities. I need to be focused on revenue generating activities, right? In the business building phase. So Rita, what are revenue generating activities? So I know if I'm doing the right activities or not, okay? Revenue generating activities are things that are likely to get you paid now or in the immediate future. And most business owners think they know what revenue generating activities are, but they are usually wrong. They are tricking themselves into thinking that they are really showing up for their business, that they are really like doing all of the things to get clients and generate revenue. But honestly, when you look at it, because I have clients who come to me with this frustration, track their time. In fact, I have all of my clients track their time. But immediately, right away, I'm like, I want you to tell me what your days are full with. You're telling me that you're not getting the results you want, but you have full days and you're doing all of these things. I want to know what you're doing. And so they'll say, well, Rita, here you go. Like, And what they show me is that it's not a lot of doing in their business. It's a lot of thinking. It's a lot of prepping for their business. It's a lot of, you know, working in the business, but not working on the business. So what does that mean? Well, okay, so I'm going to give you an example, right? Somebody said, was like, somebody the other day was like, Rita, I don't get it. Um, I am going to all of these trainings for my industry. They're a coach. And she's like, I'm going to all of these trainings for my industry. I am training to be a great coach. I have been training. She had been training for a long time. She's like, I keep leveling up in my certification. I keep leveling up in my coaching skills. And I'm going to all of these trainings and courses. I'm getting all of these certifications in my industry. I'm learning how to serve clients really well. I'm connecting with other people who are in all of these trainings and courses who are doing the same. And we're having all of these really insightful conversations where I'm getting even more clarity about how I can be a really great coach. And together we have all of these creative ideas for how we can serve people. And I'm learning from these other coaches who are really serving people. And I'm learning from the best and I'm learning, you know, about the softwares and the tools that they use to, to serve their clients and to really reach their clients. And I have all of these inspired ideas and I'm journaling these ideas down and then I'm really refining my message. And I came up with an idea for a course. And so I'm starting to write out the content for this course and I'm brainstorming ideas for articles that I wanna write. And also Rita, like all of this has really led me to like the image of a logo in my head and I'm trying to get the logo down on paper and I'm trying to come up with the right colors that will inspire. And so Rita, my days are full. My days are full. I'm doing so much and I'm really frustrated that I'm not seeing results. Right? Do you guys see it? <laughs> Do you see it? Right? Like what was that day or what were those days full of? Learning about how to be a coach, which is important. Sure. Yes. If you're a coach, learn how to be a good coach, right? But her days were full of certifications, training on how to be a coach, talking to other coaches about how to coach better and how to reach people, thinking about the messaging that they're going to share, thinking about the topics that they're going to talk about, thinking about the ways that they could serve their clients, and then working on marketing activities, right? Like creating a logo and creating a website and doing all of that stuff, right? There were no revenue generating activities listed, not one. So you can have a day full of things that really are for your business and do impact your business and do help your business, but yet you're not generating any revenue. And it's because you're not doing revenue generating activities. You are doing pipeline creation activities or you are doing like, becoming better in my business activities. So there's a difference between working on your business and working in your business, right? Working in your business is the thing you do. If you're an accountant, it's accounting. If you're a coach, it's coaching, right? Working on your business are revenue generation activities and creation activities, right? So what are these? What are these things? Well, these are very specific, right? This is, in fact, this is why I created um, what you guys heard me, if you're in the All in Entrepreneur, talk about for the past two weeks, which is something called the Rita Mimi Do It Bundle, where I combine, this is an incredible bundle, guys. It expired on August 31st, but hold on, um, where I combined a 90-minute intensive a private 90-minute intensive with enrollment in my upcoming course called The Most Important Thing. And The Most Important Thing is about creating a simple system to get more clients and make more money in just six weeks by saying no to all of the things and focusing on you for you and your business on the right 
things, right? So on that group coaching program, I work with you to really do exactly what this whole episode has been about and in that private intensive. But anyway, I bundled all of those together because the right activities for you are still very specific on who you are, who your skills are, and what your business is all about. So when I list what these revenue generating activities are versus what marketing activities are, no, it's not just about filling your day with all the revenue generating activities or filling your day with all of the marketing activities, okay? It is about picking still the strategy. Remember, it's about focusing on the right actions and the right work, but in the framework of a strategy. So the Rita made me do a bundle where I do private intensive and then through the group coaching program, Access to me helps you do that. The right actions for you, okay? (laughs) So don't go do all of these things, right? Like contact me. And here's the thing. This bundle expired on August 31st. But just for podcast listeners who are listening to this at the right time, if you want to take advantage of this, you can through the end of Labor Day, which is September 7th, okay? But starting um, September 14th in the group, there's something really exciting happening. So I can't extend it after September 7th. Now, my 90-minute intensives, guys, I only offer those twice a year. Not even every year. Those are when I happen to have free space in my calendar and I can take 90-minute intensives, which happen to happen right now. So I it's not a consistent offering in my business, right? The only way to work with me is private coaching for six months or being in my mastermind group or through this group coaching program, the most important thing, not often 90-minute intensives. So When I do offer 90-minute intensives, they're $597. And enrollment in the most important thing is $497. So I'm going to do math. (laughs) Together, those equal $1,094, right? But I took these two, I took the 90-minute intensive, bundled it with enrollment in the upcoming round of the most important thing, which starts October 5th. And the total cost is only $697. But I only have a few more spots left. And then I really am maxed out on my 90 minute intensive spot. So I'm not opening this back up to the whole world. Just you, my podcast listeners, if you want to take advantage of the Read It Made Me Do It bundle, and trust me, I think you do, so that you are able to know the exact right actions for you, the right work for you, and we put it together in the framework of a strategy so that you are focused on the most important things to have that big, bolder impact, get more by doing less for you, customized to you and the life that you want to live and the way you want to serve people, right? You want to get one of these remaining spots. So you can go to the show notes, you can click on the link, you can sign up. And in fact, here's another little goodie for podcast listeners. If you use the code HALF, H-A-L-F at checkout, you can have a payment plan where you can take that $697 and split it into two payments, okay? So if you have any questions, if you're not sure if that's right for you, email me, let me know, but this will go away at the end of the day on September 7th. But that's why I created this bundle. Because again, I'm just stressing, I'm about to list what revenue generating activities are, and I'm about to list what marketing activities are. But you're going to be tempted to go do all the revenue generating activities and then go, why is it not working? Or even if you just pick one, but you're not going to have it in the context of the right strategy for your business. And you're going to be like, why is it not working? Right? So I don't want you to do that. But this will help give you some clarity. So revenue generating activities are things that are likely to get you paid now or in the immediate future. Okay, likely to get you paid now or in the immediate future. Those are things like networking, networking online and networking offline, public speaking, speaking to groups, associations, organizations, or doing Facebook lives or doing webinars like live webinars, live masterclasses where you are interacting with the audience. You have the ability to interact real time with the audience. Vendor tables. Exhibitor tables, okay, vendor tables and exhibitor tables where you're collecting email addresses and you're talking to people and sales calls, okay? That's it. Those are business building activities. That's it. (laughs) Done. Okay. Bye. I know many people are sitting there going, oh, yeah. And here's what, (laughs) okay, networking online. Yes, that includes Facebook groups. Yes, but it's not your educational content. It's not posting your three tips to a better mindset or four ways to make more money in your business or three things to experience more joy. It's not those posts, okay? Networking online is commenting on other people's posts, reaching out to people and asking them for virtual coffee chats, right? It's relationship building, not marketing, not your educational content, okay? 
people are like, oh, <laughs> okay, I'm not doing any of that. I'm not going to any in-person networking groups or if I am, I'm not really doing it in the context of the right strategy for networking. I'm not really networking online now that you tell me what that means. And I'm not, I definitely don't do vendor tables or exhibitor tables. I don't know. That's not what I'm doing. Oh, and I'm doing some like pre-recorded videos. I don't like live videos or I'm not good on video or I don't like speaking. So I'm not speaking at all, right? Like, And so I'm not getting sales calls. I'm not doing any of those things, so I have no sales costs. Well, then you are doing no revenue generating activity at all. But Rita, okay, but Rita, I'm writing articles, I'm writing blogs, I'm, I'm, I have a podcast, I started a podcast, I wrote a book, Rita, I wrote a book, um, and I'm talking about the book, and, and I'm an author, and I'm saying I'm a published author, and I am creating brochures, and I'm creating my logo, and I'm creating my branding colors, and I am um, sending out newsletters, and I am um, doing my educational content in Facebook groups and LinkedIn. And I'm, okay, guys, those are all the marketing activities. <laughs> those are pipeline activities. Those are things, I'm working on my website, I'm creating graphics. So those are all things that are gonna help bring people into a business building revenue generating activity. But those are not things that on their own are gonna get you paid, right? No one's just gonna find your SEO and go to your website, unless you have a product, okay? Unless, unless you're like a retail website, maybe then. But I'm really talking to service-based entrepreneurs, which is no one's just gonna like Google a term, find your website, know nothing about you and click and add your $10,000 coaching package to their cart, right? They're gonna find that and then they're gonna have a sales call with you and it's gonna be the sales call, right? Or they're gonna come see you speak or they're gonna come to see your vendor table somewhere and talk to you and interact with you and that's what's gonna get them to pay you the $10,000. So without any marketing activities at all, if you only focused on relationship building, networking online, networking offline, public speaking, live interactive stuff, having vendor tables, having exhibitor tables, and having sales calls, you could have a fully booked business. You don't need a website. You don't need any of that other stuff, right? But if you didn't do networking, if you didn't do public speaking, if you didn't do sales calls, if you didn't do vendor tables, and all you have our newsletters or educational based marketing or a website or graphics or whatever, a brochure or a logo, you're not going to make money, right? Most entrepreneurs are spending their day on marketing activities when they are in a business building phase and they need to be focused on business building activities. But not only do they need to be focused on business building activities, they need to be focused on the right business building activities in front of the right people, right? Talking about the right things, the right actions, the right work in the context of a strategy. So you see how you get more by doing less. You can say no to so much and it's so exciting, guys. It's it's so exciting to know that you can say no to so many things because really that's where the success comes from. The success comes from everything that you say no to. I mean, I can tell you that that's true for me. You know, I told you at the beginning, right, I was wearing all the hats and doing all the things and saying yes to all of the opportunities. And I think that that's important at the beginning. I do think you need to work with a variety of clients and do a variety of things at the very beginning of your business. But very quickly, you need to make some decisions because as your business picks up traction, so do the number of opportunities and invitations that come your way. And that happened for me, like speaking engagements and podcast appearances, interviews, summits, guest blogs, networking opportunities, events. And I would say yes to almost all of them. And like I said, that was great at the beginning, but I ignored that point in my business where I shouldn't have said yes. Becoming selective in the choices that I made allowed me to focus on what mattered most, which moved my business forward in really big ways. So being bold and saying no to the wrong things creates space for the right opportunities to land. And the wrong things aren't just like saying no to going out with your friends and saying no to like watching TV and saying no. I mean, sometimes maybe you need to say no to those things. But like living your life, as you heard from me yelling about the ice cream to my husband, is the most important thing that you can do. It's saying no to all of the stuff that we've talked about, saying no to all of the people, saying no to all of the ways, saying no to all of the potential packages and products and services and offerings, right? It's about saying no. It's about doing less to get more because you're focused on only the right activities for the phase of business that you're in, 
by taking the right actions because you've put the context of a strategy that takes your skills, you, your audience, the impact you want to have into account, right? So you need to ask yourself what actions are filling your day? What opportunities are you saying yes to? Are these the right actions for the phase of business that you're in? Are they in the context of a strategy that is taking into account everything we talked about? Are you narrowing? Are you moving your business the furthest with the easiest strategy possible so you can do more of what you love with a life that you love? That's the boulder boom, guys. That's the boulder boom moment. That is what the Rita Made Me Do It bundle will help you do. So if you're like, oh, okay, this is it. I'm so tired. I'm feeling like I'm doing all the things and I'm spinning my wheels and I'm frustrated because I get a little traction or maybe I don't have any traction, just a lot of interest, but not a lot of clients and I'm not making a lot of money. Like, stop it. Stop the cycle. You're going to be able to say no to so much by the end of this by implementing it in the context of an easy, simple strategy that will get you more clients and help you make more money. Private with me, 90-minute intensive, then six weeks in this group coaching course with plenty of access to me and everything you need to go narrow, to stop doing all of the things so you get all of the results. I'm telling you, if I didn't think this was incredible, uh, I wouldn't offer it, right? Like I wouldn't extend it because it's been closed. But you guys hearing this, you have through the end of the day on the 7th to take advantage of that bundle if you want to. Because guys, like I said, it really is everything that I said no to that allowed me the success that I have. When people go, how'd you get your business to where it is now? It's everything we talked about in this episode, okay? So hopefully you now know just from the phases of business and the actions that go with the right phases where you should be saying yes and where you should be saying no, right? Um, Track your time. If you think you know, you probably don't know if you don't have the results you want. Track your time. Track it in detail. See what you're really spending your time on. What is really filling your days, right? I really want to know. In fact, hit reply after you track your time. Hit reply. Hit reply to the podcast. (laughs) Hit reply, guys. Okay, it's the end of the podcast episode, guys. End of the podcast episode. So what I want you to do is track your time for a week and then email me at Rita at RitaMadeMeDoIt.com and tell me what you spent your week doing. Tell me. Just say, Rita, here's what I spent my week doing and I don't have the results that I want. I can help you find efficiencies, right? We can schedule a call. We can talk about it. We can do all of the things. So I want to know, what are you spending your time on? How are your days full? Are they full on the right things? Was this helpful? Email me. Give me any insights, ahas. My entire focus is to help you have the business that supports the life that you love, a profitable, sustainable business that supports the life you love. I can only do that when you guys share information with me. So I can't wait to hear from you and be sure to come back next week for another episode of the quote unquote new and approved Rita Made Me Do It show. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Read and Me Do It show. And my goal is to share this business boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser focused and go all in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to readamamedoit.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode. Oh, oh, oh.